going on guys? This is Gary. Everybody's doing well. Today is the 13th of January. My birthday in fact, so uh, happy birthday to me. Um, but seriously, hope everybody uh, is doing well and also had a successful game week 22. Well, I can't say that we did, unfortunately. We did have our first Red Arrow, uh, I think in the last six weeks, and only the second Red Arrow and I think the last, say, 12 or 13 weeks. So we've we've gone on a nice run. It was bound to happen at some point. Thankfully, it wasn't um, a massive Red Arrow. It was about 6,000 spots. So we're still right at um, 20K. Uh, things started out great on Friday, as it did for just about everybody else. Uh, if you had any Sheffield United... Uh, defenders or even midfielders. Um, we had and of course Lundstrom back on defense, and um, so we had a nice twelve points. So it was a nice way to start the game week, and we were uh, projected to be, uh, I think, in the top eleven thousand at that point, and then uh, it just sort of systematically fell apart after that but uh great weekend of football um manchester city just lighting it up against austin villa uh sergio aguero breaking a couple different records and just <clears throat> having a 20 point performance in terms of fpl metrics <clears throat> and uh just super impressive so um let's kind of go through that a little bit and talk about some observations that i've had uh from over the weekend. Spurs look just extremely flat, although I will say they gave Liverpool <clears throat> some headache. So, um, you know, not nearly the blowout I think that everybody was expecting, but you can see that <clears throat> without pain, definitely causes, um, or did cause uh, some problems for sure. And um, also saw that, I don't know if it's a confidence thing or just uh, a, a case of very bad luck, but Spurs just could not finish their chances against Liverpool. Really, they probably should have won. Um, I think it was Lo Celso maybe that um, missed that, that one. I mean, there were definitely opportunities and <clears throat> they just couldn't get it going. And I think it's, I think it's a confidence thing. We've talked about confidence with teams and with players. Would uh, uh, their striker and their leader is out and injured, and um, they played like a team that. Um, that believed that they were going to lose instead of a team that believed that they could win. So makes all the difference in the world. Liverpool, on the other hand, uh, definitely allowed some big chances defensively. Uh, didn't look extremely impressive on the attack, although they did have some chances there. Uh, I thought Mane looked a little bit flat. Salah had a couple decent opportunities. Firmino, of course, with the game winner. So, greatest game from Liverpool. Definitely not a great game from Spurs. Not the greatest game from Liverpool, but of course, Liverpool go on to win 1-0. Um, back to Sheffield United for a minute, and Lundstrom specifically. 
watched the game, and um, I've seen mixed reviews on Twitter, especially about his performance. I thought he did okay, or better than okay. I mean, he definitely had some chances. He probably should have had at least one, if not two goals. He was putting himself, especially in the first half, putting himself in good space to be able to finish the ball and, you know, uh, had one just barely sail over his head. Uh, you know, he had a, a couple that, um, at least in the sec- in the first half, at least a couple, where he could have uh, put one or two in the net. So I thought he played fine. Uh, some people were commenting that he looked flat and tired. Um, yeah, I could, I could buy that. I thought that some of his finishing was a little bit lazy. Uh, one in particular in the first half that I remember and, um, just didn't love the, the energy um, that I could perceive of him putting into a shot and trying to finish the ball off. So maybe there is something to that, but all in all, I thought, um, he was at least getting himself in good goal scoring position. So really didn't have much to worry about there. Of course, Aubameyang is out for a three game suspension. I believe he's due back on the fourth, I want to say, or maybe it's the second of February. One of those two, uh, whenever, whenever they have a game right around that time, um, Leicester City and Southampton. I thought Southampton played a great game. I didn't watch the game. It wasn't airing over here in the U.S., but I heard that Danny Ings should have had probably three or four, maybe five goals. So that's a big cause for concern uh, if you have any Leicester City defenders, which we have too. We have Soy and Chilwell. And uh, I know Soy especially is a really popular asset, as, as is Pereira, Johnny Evans even a little bit, and Schmeichel, and of course Chilwell <clears throat> that I mentioned. So um, definitely something to keep an eye on. I think we may end up getting rid of Chilwell, um, not necessarily because of that, but I think we can spread the money around a little bit better than. Uh, Wolves just can't seem to get it together. Uh, although I did hear that Triore had a great game and um, had a couple of opportunities for assists, and it was just more of a finishing thing on the other end of the ball. But uh, he had a lot of take-ons. He was dribbling well, and I heard that he played a good game. Uh, of course, Bournemouth is Bournemouth, and Watford. Uh, Watford's on some great form. So if you're looking to or thinking about getting Watford players, I think now's the time to do it while they've got this, here's the word again, confidence. Um, and uh, they've got the momentum, I think. Um, and I don't I don't think I've ever said this. I think Watford players would be a good get, depending on who you get. Of course, I think probably a little bit better, although Foster in goal <clears throat> I don't think is a horrible idea. They do play Spurs this weekend in game week 23, if uh, they get the same Spurs that just played Liverpool, then um, Watford could have themselves a game. We know that Spurs will concede goals. So, uh, you know, attacking-wise, Delafeu and Dini up front. And then uh, I think Saar is just amazing. I, I watched a lot of uh, the Watford game over the weekend and um, thought that Sar just looked um, pretty fantastic. 
he was all over the ball, uh, creating lots of opportunity for the team to capitalize. Of course, he assisted the first goal, I believe it was. Um, and <clears throat> I just thought he, he's an aggressive uh, player. Only problem with Sar really is where not where do you put him? Who who do you get out of your team to bring him in? Uh, you know, at that six million pound or so price point, there's some decent options, and certainly uh, whether you're going lower price with um, with Cantwell or someone like that. Or looking a little bit above that price range, there's lots of good choices. So, <clears throat> it's a to bring Sar in would be a real concerted effort um, and sort of statement saying you are looking for that differential player, and I'm 100% supportive of that. I don't know um, that that's a move I want to make. I've got some differentials in other places, but I certainly. Uh, would not blame anybody for doing that because I think Saar, um, he's just at least sort of the quote-unquote eye test. He's really impressed me. Um, so I think he could be worth a get, especially if you are um, wild carding and have the opportunity to sort of uh, rework your squad some. All right, so let's look at um, the week 23, match week 23. Um fixtures and kind of see what catches our eyes. We already talked about Watford and Spurs. Sheffield United go to Arsenal. We know Arsenal concedes goals uh, without a bombing there. That's a huge hole for them to fill. <clears throat> we'll see if Lacazette maybe performs better than uh, if a bombing were in the game. So um, certainly... He will be much more the target man in that game, of course. Um, fairly recently has shown some good form, too. So I don't know uh, that a clean sheet is likely for Sheffield United, but I do think that there are goals to be scored, and maybe this is finally the time that um, Johnny Lundstrom will, uh, will come through. Austin Villa at Brighton. Uh, I do like Brighton in this game. Um, I, we have Mopé. And uh, he will start for us. I think that um, despite lack of scoring recently, I think against Villa uh, could be just the thing to get uh, Brighton's goal scoring going again. I would even say, uh, you know, if you have Dunk on your team, he's a player worth starting. Uh, we have Ryan. That will start for us in goal. Of course, Grealish on the other side of the ball, or, yeah, other side of the ball, um, will also start for us. I, I don't really get the theory of, well, if I have uh, an opposing uh, attacker and either defender or goalkeeper, I'm going to not start one of them. Um, so I, I kind of... I get the idea behind it, but I don't agree with it because, um, so let's say, let's take the Ryan and the Grealish thing as an example. Uh, I don't want to start Matty Ryan because I've got Jack Grealish in my starting 11. Grealish scores, um, 
and I get points that way, whoever my backup goalkeeper is likely to concede to. So why would why would I forego uh, potential points, save points, possibility of a clean sheet with Matty Ryan? I mean, if you've got a, a player that um, that you like and that you, has performed well for you, I don't see why you would sit them just because they're facing another player on your team. So that will not be the case for us. Uh, that's like saying, well, I, Man City and Liverpool are playing, so I'm either not going to start Alexander-Arnold or Aguero – uh, because I have both of them in my my FPL team, it it just doesn't make sense, and I don't think anybody would ever do that. I think it would be foolish to do that. Man City, Crystal Palace. Uh, this is all Man City. I would expect a clean sheet. I would expect a good amount of goals to be scored. Um, so if you've got your Man City players, of course, start them, captaining them. Uh, there's a well-rested Sterling. I think after watching his team light it up against um, or over the weekend that uh, that he's going to want to go out there and make a statement. I think Sterling, uh, while he's a little bit off the radar these days for whatever reason, I think he will um, go out and have a good performance. And, of course, De Bruyne, um, David Silva, Sterling, um, as we mentioned, Aguero – and even Mares, if you're debating of, and most people have KDB if they have anybody from Man City. I think it's okay to go out and take a chance on another player. I, I, I don't think it's wise approaching FPL in a um, half glass half empty sort of way. Meaning, uh, you're always looking for. Um, the reasons why not to do something. Well, there's a potential that Pep may rotate David Silva or Aguero, um, so I'm just not going to get him. Look, it makes sense in some cases, but we're talking about players that, even in the face of, um, of occasional rotation, these guys are towards the very top uh, week in and week out and over the course of the season in terms of points in their respective positions. So um, never ever, if I uh, had the money right now to get Aguero, would I talk myself out of it by uh, thinking that, well, there's the occasional chance that he won't start. Um, technically, there's the occasional chance that none of my players will start um, in any given week. I know it's more likely with some than others, but you get what um, you get. What I'm saying here, in that um, there are certain players, and those Man City attackers are some of them, where um, the rewards or the potential rewards well outweigh the risk. So uh, while others may discourage you, or you may discourage yourself from getting Man City players, and I'm talking um, De Bruyne, of course, Aguero, Sterling, David Silva, even Bernardo Silva. And Mares. So you got six to choose from right there in my mind. All right, next up, Norwich and Bournemouth. Uh, Pookie, of course, is out. This game could be maybe one of the worst we're going to see, although I do like Norwich in this. Uh, Buendia, 
we recently posted some stats. Um, Buendia has done quite well for himself, and uh, as a differential, I kind of like him in this game. Now, without Pookie, that certainly decreases chances for assists and attempted assists and things like that. So, you know, you've got to take that into consideration even with Cantwell. Without Pookie there, uh, either drawing defenders towards him or away from Cantwell um, or even someone to uh, feed and assist to, um, that Pookie absence leaves a huge hole in their team. Um, but I would still start Cantwell or maybe even look at, at getting Buendia as um, as a, a punt for a couple weeks um, and see if you can get some differential points with him. Southampton Wolves, like I said, Wolves have been flat. Um, Danny Ings just continues his run. You got to love it seeing a guy like that who's not super flashy, uh, has a little bit of a dad bod maybe, but yet is performing uh, the way he's performing. Again, and he doesn't discriminate with teams. Top six, uh, bottom three, anywhere in the middle. He's getting the business done. For sure. So I definitely like him in that game. I do think Wolves will get back to their their goal scoring. Uh, Jimenez, of course, um, has been on pretty poor form. And uh, I think if you got him, maybe it's time for him to go. There's lots of better options right now. You know, you could even go lower price with Calvert-Lewin or Ings, Mopé. Um, someone along those lines to help fund transfers somewhere else. Um, I think if you have Adama, you stick with him. He's he's not he doesn't suck up as much budget as Jimenez does, and he's actually been playing well. He just doesn't have uh, the cast with the the good form around him uh, to help him get the job done. Uh, West Ham Everton, um, Fabianski of course is out. Everton. Uh, with a little bit still of that new manager bounce. Uh, I like their players. I think Luca Dean <coughs> will go on a run, and as I mentioned, that we may get rid of Chilwell, or we probably will get rid of Chilwell. Luca Dean is definitely front and center on our radar. Of course, uh, Sidibe is also there, but I just think if you look at if you look at the stats and the data, and then you think about things like set pieces, corners, uh, Luca, uh, despite being a little bit more, uh, I think has the advantages there. So I think for us, he's worth it. So that's probably what we'll end up doing. Back to Crystal Palace real quick. Looks like Martin Kelly uh, may be losing that um, that starting spot soon, um, and maybe time to replace him. I think if you've got the money, I think Dunk is a great replacement. There's a few others. People are throwing um, Stevens around as an option. So there's definitely some options there. Brandon Williams, maybe. I don't know that he's 100% full-time starter yet, although he has been playing well. Um, and maybe OGS keeps him in for that reason, and maybe it's his starting spot to lose. Um, but I think that's something where you could wait a week or two. Even if his price goes up a little bit, it's still super cheap. Uh, Newcastle, Chelsea, Abraham looking pretty good. Hudson Adoy, I thought, looked good over the weekend. Uh, you know, he had a, his first Premier League goal for Chelsea, so 
that was nice to see. Uh, as a differential, I think Hudson Adoy, you know, with Pulisic being out for a few weeks uh, with I think a muscle injury or hip injury, um, I think I think Hudson Adoy is worth a punt. So um, if you're thinking about it um, somewhat seriously, I encourage you to go ahead and uh, and pull the trigger and give it a whirl. Two games on Sunday, uh, Leicester City at Burnley. I think Jamie Vardy will get back on uh, the score sheet um, full on with actually scoring the goals and not assisting or doing anything else in that matter. Um, I think he's frustrated and he's ready to start scoring goals. So I would expect um, him to have maybe even a couple this weekend. And then uh, the big match of the weekend, really, at least on paper, is Liverpool um, at home to Manchester United. And um, if you have players on either team, Unless it's uh, maybe a Manchester United defensive player, start them. Um, definitely don't bench any of them because um, any of them could help score points. I've seen a lot of people talking about maybe they own Rashford, maybe getting rid of him. Um, maybe. You know, there's not that many great options Otherwise, anyway, you know, unless you're sort of downgrading, and I use that term loosely, just meaning downgrading in price, definitely not in quality. Uh, of course, Danny Ings um, is a player to get. If you don't have him yet and you're thinking about dropping Rashford, then um, Ings has got to be your man. So in, for us, in terms of um, any sort of changes or anything, we've already made one. We had uh, we had two free transfers. We got rid of Guaita and um, brought in Matty Ryan, as we mentioned a minute ago. And then uh, we're debating a couple of things. Uh, one is Chilwell to someone, um, likely Luca Dean, um, but could be convinced otherwise. Maybe save a little bit of money somewhere. So there's that. Um, and I really want to get rid of Kelly at some point too, because I really want a, a very reliable bench, um, as we sort of get in this second half of the season, if there are rotations, once we get into, um, double game weeks, blank game weeks, anything like that, I want to make sure that I have a, a really healthy bench in terms of, um, reliable, regular starters. But that's about it, really, in terms of changes. Maybe I'll keep an eye on Triore just to kind of see, because after the Southampton game, um, they do get into a little bit of a bad run of fixture. They've got Liverpool at home, Manchester United away, and Leicester City at home, although any and all of those teams are capable of um, of conceding. And then after that, really, um, the Wolves fixtures get pretty nice. So he's, you know, he doesn't eat up a lot of our budget. It's he's only 5.7 million. So unless, you know, a much better option comes along and maybe SAR is that better option. I think he's at six or 6.1. Then, um, then maybe, uh, maybe it's worth taking a look at. We got to make some sort of moves. Um, I think we need a little bit more differentials in our team and maybe, that's the one. In terms of price changes, we'll continue to post those uh, potential price changes as frequently as we can um, daily. 
on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page. Uh, Mares right now is the only one that seems set for a price change, and that would be, of course, a price increase in terms of decreases. Uh, notable players, Patricio and Willems, look set for um, for price drops. Kyle Walker is very, very close to a price drop. Um, and in terms of potential increases, uh, Matty Ryan, Brandon Williams, Mope, um, Reed, for whatever reason, uh, McCarthy, Stevens all look likely to um, increase in price maybe over the next couple of days. Um, the Game Week 23 deadline is on Saturday. Uh, whereas it was on Friday last week, we're sort of back to normal schedule as far as that goes. Um, so it gives us a little more time to think, um, overthink, and rethink, and then, of course, second-guess every decision that we've made. Uh, we have posted uh, our weekly list of popular attacking players versus their um, upcoming opponents. So we've got a long list of players versus uh, or their histories versus um, their Game Week 23 opponents. So check that out. I think there's some sort of eye-opening things there, some stuff I wasn't expecting. Of course, historical performances don't predict the future, but it's something to go by. There's You can compile all kinds of data from all kinds of sources like we talked about last time. Um, so it's one source of it. We'll keep providing more on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page. Uh, we've got a poll up right now. If you're going to go, um, if you're tripling up on Liverpool players, are you going to go double defense or double attack? I've seen pros and cons for both, and they're all um, valid. So uh, vote in our poll. If you haven't, it should be up for another uh, hopefully 18 hours or so um, from when we are posting this um, this podcast. And uh, hit us up. DM us on uh, on Instagram if you have questions or anything along those lines, or even you just want to say hi. Uh, we will do our very best to get back to everyone as timely as we can. So until next time, we wish you nothing but green arrows. Good luck in all your decisions this game week. If we can help, please let us know. Always happy to lend um, some thoughts. Uh, and take care, guys. Peace.